Ever wonder why so many triathletes floating about at the moment that we've online coaches saying it's the best investment? You too could be one that's walking around the transition area with saying, my coach is friggin' awesome. All you gotta do is go to trainsmove.com for $60 a month. And this is $60 Australian, which is like pff, the lowest form of currency in the world. I'm positive of it. You could get me to coach you. All you have to do is go to trainsmove.com and let's crush it together. G'day trendsetters, welcome to episode 417 of the Trainsmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have any questions, jump on through the website trainsmove.com and while you're there, you might as well check out the new article I just posted the other day on cadence and power fade. So if you're there trying to work out what cadence should you be riding at and maybe little tips on what you should be looking at when you're going through your analytical report, I've got it all listed there and numbers and stats and all, a few other little few other little things to check out so jump on through to the website trainsmove.com and how good is the rugby league back i'm super excited i'm super depressed that they got fake crowd like the fake crowd noises as they're playing rugby league but for everyone in the u.s where you're suffering from no sport still check it out the australian rugby league it's back if you're looking for a team to follow look no further it's red and blue newcastle knights We've had miserable, miserable years in the past, but I'm positive things are going to be looking up. We're sitting second on the chart at the moment. Hopefully we're still there in a week's time, and I'm positive we'll do better. Surely we'll do better than what we have in the last decade. But anyway, today's question comes from Nikki, who writes, uh, Are there any discipline-specific stretches you recommend pre- or post-session? For example, I have been thinking of doing some wrist stretches and mobility pre-cycling as I find my wrists get a bit stiff. Uh, get a bit stiff when I'm on the bike more than one hour. In brackets, she writes, yes, I have had a proper bike fit and changed my hand positions frequently. Is this something you would recommend? I would also love to have some specific um, go-to stretches, routines for after swimming and cycling. Um, uh, kind of, oh, she, she also writes, um, kind of related, I know you're an advocate of yoga. Do you think there is a style better suited for triathletes? Um, example, uh, yin yoga, flow yoga, etc. So, a, a few things here. Um, I, I sent Nikki an email back asking, um, I'd love to have a photo of the how she holds her handlebars. And is it in on a time in a time trial bike or a road bike? But unfortunately, she didn't write back in time before I started recording this. But so I'll guess a lot. Um, when it comes to just pure stretching, for instance, um, there's enough evidence out there now that says we shouldn't be really stretching before training because um, it, it increases the a higher risk of injuries. Um, but stretching after it is still wildly recommended. So, um, and and if you want to stretch, you know, early on in the session, it'd be something like a, a good warm up with some dynamic stretching, followed by your main set. I I, I don't normally 
write it for athletes. It, the closest I do is may get may get them to do some drills during the warm up, but definitely not um, um, stretchings and stuff. But, but until you know after the session's done, and and generally. You don't want to be going too deep anyway. It's just a nice light train, um, nice light stretch session, uh, stretching after the training session, and you can wait another hour or two before you do another one, and that can be a, a slightly deeper. Um, as for yoga, um, I'm a big fan of um, mindful yoga because to, to me it also it, you know you're releasing your body left right and center and also it's I, f- I feel like you're getting that mental um release and mental build as well so you're working that little brain oh God, it gets bigger and bigger and stronger that that it's funny because my son who's sports crazy um is just got right into yoga all of a sudden just out of nowhere he's come into saying i think i'm going to start yoga and i go all right and you get yep gonna do yoga every day all right he's he's thinking is he's playing a lot of basketball he's generally doing a bit a fair bit of swimming in a week he's doing a hell of a lot of running lately and he's doing a hell of a lot of cycling and also if he sees me lifting weights he goes can I help? Can I come? Can I do it? So he's, he, for him, he's exercising, I would guess, at least 15 hours a week, which but, which I get a bit of slack for too, and none of it I actually push him to. He just does it all himself and just adds more and more onto himself. But anyway, he, he's determined to be doing yoga every day. And so he started off doing DDP yoga and I and I caught a glimpse of it and I said, mate, this isn't this isn't gonna benefit you much at all. And 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 I have um, recommended DDP yoga to a, a, a number of people. Generally um, people that have come from have beaten up their body pretty bad, especially when they were doing a like um, gridiron or something when they were younger and they want to get into you know triathlons and their body's pretty beaten up but I said you should look at do um, starting off with doing DDP yoga and uh, to help you know release that body a little bit better but for the majority of triathletes I, I like mindful yoga and I was saying to him I go why don't you switch to mindful yoga anyway he I thought this might just last a day or two, but he's been going solid every single... He missed out yesterday, but he's been hitting every other day and just hops on, hops on YouTube, types it in and picks out a new video every every um, night. And my daughter's actually been coming and tagging along with him too, which is surprising that she's doing anything except for grown at <laughs> anything we do. But... Um, yeah, mindful yoga. Um, as for hand positions, your wrist. Uh, let me get this back up here. I'm just bringing it up. Uh, your wrist gets numb. I've uh, been doing stretches, pre-mobile. Sorry, this is horrible podcasting. I do. So your wrist gets stiff. Um, generally, when you answered the first thought when i was reading it originally that you know bike position generally when it comes to sore wrists with cycling they're either got a a too strong of a grip on 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 it on the um handles 
or they're putting all their body weight onto it. So um, I had an athlete a little while ago where I said, you know, we end up doing a fair bit of work on their core strength uh, and making them really focus on keeping that elbow really bent and holding loosely on the handlebars. And straight away, his um, numbness, stiffness just all went away. Um that you that's what i found that you you're probably leaning a little bit too more forward too much body weight going onto those those wrists um if it's on, if it's happening on the tt in the tt position um you're either gripping onto it too hard or there's something else not not right and i'd ha- i'd have to have a vi- i'd have to have um photo or video of of that position to have a, a quick look but um, that would—that's generally what the case is. They're either holding on really tight, tight to the bars, or mostly they've got their um, too much body weight leaning onto it, and it's and it just gets stiff and sore for a while. As uh, um, yeah, I hope that helps. Uh, feel free to send me through the a photo anyway, and I can give more information if you guys have any other questions jump on through to the website trainsmove.com until next episode don't tune in to watch the newcastle knights this sunday hooray